0: This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the DTC pod. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm joined with the CEO of Trend, who's the co-host of the DTC pod, Ramon. Uh I'm super excited to... Have the podcast today. It's just Ramon and I on the podcast. Uh, we thought it'd be fun now that we've hit over a hundred episodes on the DTC Pod to kind of just take a second to collect, uh, you know, all of our learnings and and everything we've gotten from the podcast and and share some of the great guests that we've had and and all of that fun stuff. So this is really just an episode for us to give uh, sort of a reflection on on everything that's come and everything that is coming for the podcast. So uh, let's go ahead and, and
1: dive in. Yeah, I remember I was looking at our analytics, Jane. It's uh, it's just you and me here like the old days and I was looking at, at our analytics and, you know, it was for months, uh, you know, some ep- I think there's, you know, over a dozen episodes or probably 50 or so that actually not 50 episodes about a dozen episodes that had zero to four listeners only. and So we're about to hit now the 15,000 listener, uh, Mark, which is super awesome and exciting because it's taken a lot of consistency, but every single minute spent here has been so worth much. I personally have learned about e-commerce and and VTC. Uh, I don't know if I'm anymore just a software SaaS and marketplaces expert uh, with all the information I've been able to to absorb here. I still have not yet done uh, an e-commerce company myself to be uh, an expert on on that side of the operations side, but uh, man, I've learned so much and I'm excited to share where this is going next. Before we dive in, Jay, I wanna give a special shout out to one of our listeners, Phoebe Brown, who left us a review. You know, she loves the podcast. She's learned a lot about the CPG sector and scaling a product. She says the podcast, is amazing, and that she's learned so much. So, if you're listening to this podcast and you have a chance, please go and leave us a review, so we can continue to grow this and, and be able to put more resources behind this. and And we're gonna share what you know what the plans for the future are. Uh, so, Jay, uh, I know you you we were just talking about the the BTC community on Slack and some of the traction we've seen there.
0: Yeah, it's been really cool to, to see the whole podcast grow. I mean, we kind of approached it just like an e-commerce brand would optimize their business. We started first by trying to do video and audio both, which definitely did not work out and was just like a huge stretch. And so we we turned into just podcasts now. And now we've started to to layer on a couple more things. Um, the, the biggest one being the DTC pod community that we have that's hitting 100 people on there. It's a it's a great community, really active and engaged. I know, Ramon, you're you're doing a, a Clubhouse chat tomorrow, too, um, yeah. on, I think, CPG as well. Um, so if you haven't joined the, the community over there, definitely check it out. You can go to trend.io slash podcast, and, and you'll be able to find an invite over there. And we'll leave it in the show notes as well. But it's a great community. You know, If you are a founder that does need help or, or is looking to give help to other founders that are looking to grow and scale, Highly recommend uh, joining that group. There's a lot of smart people that are in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I see all the time, you know, people saying, hey, I'm launching men's skincare brand and somebody else jumps in saying, hey, you know, I have a men's skincare brand and and I can help. And so to have that kind of help, it's an invaluable resource and it's free for now. So um, if, if you have a chance, go, I highly recommend to join it.
0: Are you interested in DTC and e-commerce content? Join Trend's exclusive community for everything DTC, the DTCers community. We're talking marketing, product, growth, and more, all about DTC. Go to trend.io/podcast, that's t r e n d.io/podcast and look for the Slack community link to claim your invite. We hope to see you on there.
1: So Jay, I want to, you know, I want to hear from you. What has been like one of your biggest learnings and I can break up the ice here and start with, you know, one of my owns. And it's that, you know, most of the problems that founders think they might have in the early stages could be manufactured in their own heads. And the reason I say this is because after hearing some of the struggles that a lot of these successful brands have had in their early days, their struggles that I would also have probably thought that they're huge roadblocks, uh, But at the end of the day, it's roadblocks that you can continue to push forward with and eventually, you know, once you break off from that barrier, you know, the success kind of compounds and comes all at once after struggling for so long, just how it is in any other business. And the reason I say that is because there has been a surprising amount of guests in our podcast that only had one skew for their product collections for, you know, a few years even. And I've seen this trend over and over where, you know, the founder has a really successful company. And you know, when you tell them, Hey, what was your first collection? And they say, Oh, actually, I only had one product SKU for, you know, three years or something like that. And sometimes you might get, you know, as a founder and you're starting out, you might get stressed out over the fact that your customers are only going to see one product in your product category in your collections. And so you think that people are gonna leave and not purchase because of that. And so I think my biggest learning has been how motivating it is to see how everyone does have the same struggles up until you know when you see these companies with you know 20 plus skews they actually struggled with one product skew until they were able to break through and that success kind of all comes at once sort of your classic you know overnight success story
0: yeah and i think it goes back to also not really trying to to boil the whole ocean in one go and i think we've heard that from a lot of people that we've brought on the podcast you know like you mentioned starting out with with one skew and even on the the marketing side you know starting off with one channel, you might be spending a lot of time maybe running just Facebook ads, or, or maybe you're spending a, a lot of time just on Instagram, um, trying to build up that channel first. I mean, it's been pretty crazy to see some of the growth that's been done over here. I know one episode in particular that I'm thinking of, uh, when we brought Connor Lewis from Fort, he talked about how he got, what, $3 million in, uh, in sales for his uh, Kickstarter campaign just from a Facebook group um, and just doing Facebook groups. So there's, it's crazy and incredible how much you can get out of working on a single channel. And it's easy to feel like, you know, you have to be everywhere. You have to be on Instagram. You have to be on TikTok. You have to be on Facebook, Twitter, where else, uh, wherever else, but, you know, just focus in on, on one of those channels over there. And I, I think one of the other things that I've learned a lot from, uh, from other founders. It's it's really a lot of the simple stuff that makes the difference and, and drives the needle. You know, talking to your customers, making sure you have open feedback channels, understanding, you know, who your users are, why they're buying from you. Do you have the right data and stuff like that? And there's a lot of creative ways to go about um, collecting that information. And, you know, I I've just been shocked by all of the different creative and growth strategies that we've heard from on the podcast?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, uh, besides the Kickstarters, I've also been surprised of how much of DTC is paid acquisitions for for getting customers. I think there's still a bunch of untapped opportunity for, you know, creating brands just with content marketing. Um, you know, I think a lot of people in SaaS have discovered this and, and have been doing it well, but in DTC, it still feels like a lot of it is reliant upon paid acquisition, like Facebook ads or Instagram ads, because of course it's super easy to do. But I think content marketing, even though it's a longer term play, it can build a brand and an audience and help you acquire customers in a way that's not dependent upon the customer acquisition cost. And so, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunities for brands to grow organically, whether it's to whether it's through Instagram or TikTok or even SEO uh, or acquiring communities. You know, I think when we had Mindful Health, he casually threw out there that, you know, they had a Facebook group with like millions of people on it for health. And so I think that's another way that brands can grow. You know, you could potentially raise capital to not do ads, but instead acquire communities. So I think there's a lot of opportunities and innovation for for marketing. I think over 90% of the brands that we had on the podcast depended upon Facebook ads, um, other than the ones that only, were, you know, uh, had Kickstarter as their, as their launch campaign.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy to see how much effort has been put on paid. Um, and it's also cool to see, you know, some of the efforts that we've seen that aren't on paid. Um, for instance, like I, I was a huge fan of um, a couple of strategies that we've had, uh, especially for talking to customers. One that particularly comes to mind is like, how ugly drinks picks their next like products. Uh, You know, they go to their Facebook community and literally ask them and say, Hey, these are maybe some of the ideas we have for different beverages that we want to like release for these limited release drops. Like, are you interested in this? And you get like, you know, hundreds of people liking it. And that's like the proof that you need that, Hey, I'm going to spend this money and I'm going to be able to drive like, revenue out of it and like the same way that we've had some founders on here that have tested some stuff i mean we've had i think a couple that have uh before they even launched ran facebook ads for a fake brand um and collected uh you know interest from there to figure out whether or not to to validate whether that was a a valid idea to to continue to go forward
1: it wouldn't surprise me if we soon see an nft community owned consumer brand
0: That would be pretty sweet. Uh, that would be pretty sweet. I mean, but there, like, that's the cool thing. It's like marketing is also like changing so much for a lot of these companies. And there's a lot of creative ways to, to enable revenue growth. I mean, I think uh, one thing that's super interesting too, I can't remember who the founder was that we had on here, um, but talked about like even like selling like merch and things like that. Like it doesn't just have to be your core product that you're generating all your revenue from. It's like really just more so building a brand and, and you don't need to have like millions of customers at the beginning. It's really like, you know, how can I get closer to the customers that I have right now too? And, and really spending time on retention and, and increasing lifetime value.
1: I mean, we had a brand who has a Facebook group in a community that people have to pay $2,000 to be able to join it. And, you know, they get a bunch of people to join this community where everyone holds each other accountable and everyone pays $2,000. I'm sure the margins on that are way better than the margins on their products. So, you know, hey, you could use the the, the consumer product in itself could be a byproduct of, of something way bigger. So, you know, at the end of the day, consumer brands do so well, of course, because it's consumer and volume is king. So you could use that too. Kind of create revenue uh, in some other way that is not necessarily a physical product in itself because you have reach you have a consumer product
0: yeah I mean even we've had two uh oh it was Jason uh, Wong and that episode's coming out um soon as well and uh, Sam from Black wolf Nation I think they both talked about how they don't just have consumer products they even have a supply chain company right um, and so it's really just more it's like not, not even just being in the space, but really being an understanding everything that's around the space. Like you don't just have to limit yourself to, to, Hey, I'm going to sell this line of products and I'm going to do this. A lot of those great people have, you know, expanded into other brands and have worked on other things as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I think uh, you just reminded me of a story that Jason mentioned that, uh, with doe lash, they were about to give up And they just decided to try TikTok and they got a video with 2 million views on it. And it just pretty much put the brand on the map and it's now their most successful brand. So I think it goes back to, you know, I really encourage everyone to try out that that content play and that organic growth. Again, I can't help myself to keep going back to where the opportunity is because we've yet to hear from one of our listeners, hey, we heard this strategy on trend and it made us $10 million. (laughs) I want to see that. I want to see that come to life.
0: Yeah, it's coming soon. Um, And, you know, it's also been really cool to be on the podcast to see how the space has really evolved. I mean, when we started the podcast, you know, one thing that really wasn't existing as much and i think has kind of like grown over the last year too is like all of these like uh kind of like online marketplaces for brands like we had the verticale that was on here uh that talked about you know their marketplace i think there's been quite a few that have popped up uh since then too where they kind of like aggregate brands yeah it's just been really cool to kind of see the the community change like we've even brought on like co-op commerce that talked about uh you know, once you purchase an item, they kind of like plug in and uh, recommend you for other items based off of your interests and things like that. And so it's been cool to not only hear from founders, like what they're doing to build their brands, but also kind of seeing, um, you know, how the space is evolving. And it's been evolving in real time while we've been recording this podcast. I mean, the pandemic too was uh, was during this podcast. I mean, it's still a thing. It's still going on to an extent. Um, and, and so it's really like shifted the way that founders have to work marketers have to work and it's been uh kind of interesting to ride along and, and see that in real
1: time yeah so now you know we want to take it to dtc Pod 2.0 so you know we we want your input we want to hear from you if you can email uh you know Ramon at trend.io or leave in the reviews we or, or come in the community and join for suggestions you know we interview experts of all fronts related to e-commerce here but we also want to continue to innovate on the podcast and make sure we bring the most value to you. So if there's any ideas you have for, for any kind of episodes that we can make, you know, nothing's off limits. We, we, we want to innovate here and, and we're open to any suggestions that you listeners might have as well as if you know any e-commerce founders that would want to come on the podcast or anybody that has worked in supply chain operations or helped in any company's growth trajectory for DTC, feel free to recommend them to us. And we would love to have them on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and we're, we're not afraid to go after the big names. I think uh, we've kind of learned that throughout the podcast process. So if you have a guest suggestion, please send it over. We're not afraid to go after the big names. Um, we've, we've added more awesome people to our, our list since um, and we're, con- we're going to continue to keep adding some awesome guests
1: sweet well jay this does it for what episode is this what number would this be you know it's, it's a hundred
0: something
1: <laughs> um so we keep at it it's exciting to continue you know on a hundred more and see where where this takes us but again i think the community on slack is going to be the backbone of what's next for for the dtc pod as we can make it a hub of resources for you founders to be able to learn from each other and grow your businesses faster, and not have to, you know, make errors that other people have already made, and could help you from, uh, could help you prevent making those same mistakes that others have made. So, again. If you you can share the podcast, it helps us a lot with growing it so we can put more resources towards making that community better.
0: Definitely. Um, And if you enjoyed this episode of the DTC pod, feel free to drop us a quick rating and subscribe to the podcast. We might shout you out on one of the episodes as well. So drop that review um, and and join us in the Slack community and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Sweet.